When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Episode 422, ladies and gentlemen, Sal Renaro is on the show tonight. We're going to talk about some NWA power. There's so much to talk about in the world of professional wrestling that we're going to have a great conversation with the PNP Nation and with the Rich Mob. You know what time it is. Let's go.
episode 422 ladies and gentlemen you know how it is pmp nation wrench mob yet another show let's have some fun let's go yeah yeah you already know what time it is it's that official time when we take this worldwide let's go Listen, listen. So now it's time to turn it up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape, definitely bringing you the pole. It's a mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in and recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip, but he really couldn't devoured him and from that point then we hear a name change rearrange the game so now we gotta change lanes uh so i'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the pancake and power slam show let's go turn it up turn it up it's the pancake and power slam turn it up turn it up it's the pancake and power slam turn it up turn it up it's the pancake and power slam turn it up turn it up it's the pancake and power slam turn it up turn it up it's the pancake and power slam show turn it up turn it up it's the pancake and power slam turn it up turn it up it's the pancake and power slam turn it up turn it up it's the pancake and power slam show turn it up Hey, what's going on, PNP Nation? Episode 422. We are live and living Culligan, funky like a monkey, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the 422nd episode of the Pancakes of Power Sam Show. Isn't that crazy? That is just crazy. Eight years and uh, what were you? Eight years and four weeks straight. That is nuts. <laughs> Pancakes of Power Slam Show. We've had over 150 guests from nwa wwe nxt i've interviewed on this show 12 wwe hall of famers and that in that nuts uh pnp nation and i broke the gender mahal story last week and it came back last it came back last night on raw how about that how about that chris featherstone your daily exclusive extraordinaire ladies and gentlemen uh, we got some uh, new fun things going on with, uh, you know, I'm all about uh, upgrades. So what? check this out. Check this out. You ready? You ready? Boom! All right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's bring in my guy here. Um, and so, look, listen, listen, listen very carefully. All right. So this person is a regular on one of my favorite shows uh while it was weekly it's 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 showing new content last week was camille and now they're doing some history that came on today but one of my hands down one of my favorite shows wrestling shows to watch every single week nwa power with three r's so without further ado my guy sal renaro how are you tonight sir Hey man, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm super stoked to be here. Uh, episode 422. That yes, means sir. you really laid the groundwork. 421 episodes to get to me. It was yes. it was well worth it. 
Yes, yes. I, 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 I had to give you some really good openers, okay? Because you are the feature attraction. You are the main course, if you will. And I had to really, I had to, you know, DDP, Goldberg, Eric Bischoff, Booker T, Ricky Steamboat. I, they yeah. are openers for you, Sal. They, they usually lay the groundwork for me. It's just, yes. it's circle of life, really, if you want to yes. think about it. <laughs> yes, yes. You are, you are the main event. They're just, they're just mid-carters uh, opening up yeah, for they, you. Yeah. I've often <laughs> thought that uh, Booker T was my curtain jerker. So yes, just, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. So uh, how are you? How are you? Man, I'm, I'm I'm doing as well as I can, man. Just you know, like everybody else, it's it's crazy time to be alive. But uh, you know, we're uh, we're getting through. Uh, anxious to get back to work. Yeah, man. Yeah, and and that's uh, that's tough. I mean, that that's a really really tough thing, you know, just to be able to um, just kind of weather the storm, you know, especially yeah. especially for wrestlers. I mean, it's just. Uh, a lot of yeah. a lot of wrestler. I mean, they're independent contractors, and so you just kind of yeah. And, got, you know, I uh, unfortunately I had broken my arm January eighteenth, mm -hmm. so uh, I I had been on the shelf for about two months when the world ended, mm -hmm. and uh, so, so I, I was already itchy. Mm -hmm. I was already already trying to get back to the ring, and you know, me, me and my doctor and uh, my team. Where uh, I had already begged them, like, come on, clear me, clear me, clear me. And uh, uh, I thought I was I was real close to getting clearance for Crockett Cup. And uh, I was super stoked because I thought I had talked my way into uh, being able to be a part of Crockett Cup. And then it all, you know, then the world ended. So now uh, I, just, I, I like to think I had a two-month head start into this chaos. Uh, but... <laughs> Way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I'm just as ready as everybody else is, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm ready to get back to work. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, man. So, I mean, how um how in the world um do you expect just the pro wrestling field to kind of uh, reset? You know, what I mean, despite all this, you know. Now, I know I, I live in Ohio. Uh, you're in Georgia, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So um so I know that y'all opened up stuff back last weekend, right? As far as like gym well, and salons. Yeah, like my gym opened up last Friday. Uh, I, I I I fought the good fight and said, No, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna rush back to the gym. So I waited until Saturday. <laughs> good call good call mr wise yeah, guy that's, yeah, mr ryan that's a very wise yeah. call for you <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah the weather the storm out part. yeah <laughs> uh but i think i mean you know we're i'm pretty sure we you know everybody's heard the phrase you know a million times it's an unprecedented time so we're kind of uh i'm playing it by ear like everybody else yeah. and uh you know trying to trying to make the best decisions I can and uh, be as safe as I can while at the same time trying to have a functioning life. Yeah. And uh, like, like I said, you know, with, with the broken arm, I had already lost gym time and I had lost ring time. So, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, there, there's only so many home workouts I could do before, yeah. 
before the old gym was calling my name. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I tried to take as many precautions as everybody else and, you know, made sure I didn't lick any benches and, you yeah. know, You're right. <laughs> inhale the barbell, you know, right. just touch, touch the metal and just like smear your face. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I wiped down the treadmill with a rag instead of my forehead. And, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Went to, went to work. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, you know, it, it, Georgia has been a, uh, among a lot of controversy uh, as of the past uh, few days because Georgia was one of the, uh, you know, one of, one of the first states and really only states really at this point to, to, to open up so early. Uh, I know that here in Ohio, we opened up, uh, we're opening up Friday for retails and malls and stuff like that. And then our second wave is May the 12th based on the, based on the data. Um, but, but the thing is, I mean, I'm a, I was a personal trader for 10 years. I work out five days a week. I miss the gym. I, I miss like, yeah. I, I mean, I got weights. I got weights at home and a weight bench and um, a treadmill and jump rope and some some other stuff, but I just, I just like the feel. I just like, I just like the, the, the signs of the, the, the sounds of the machines, the clanging and banging. I just, I, I you know, it's, it's, I, I, uh, I posed the question on Facebook. Uh, what's one of the first things that uh, you would want to go when we want to re reopen? And uh, my answer, hands down, was Jim and and the oh, barbershop yeah. because I have locks and I have like a drop fade on the sides, but yes. it's like it's growing, it's growing itself. So it's, yeah. <laughs> no, it's things. I'm a single father of three, so mm -hmm. uh, the gym is my escape. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, if there, if there's one positive that's come from this this whole pandemic, it's uh my my growing respect for teachers mm -hmm. uh you know just because i mean you know i've always you know hey man you guys you guys are awesome any teacher out there listening you guys are awesome but the fact that the uh the homicide rate in children man. specifically <laughs> specifically my third grader <laughs> isn't higher blows me away because <laughs> i love my kid to death but uh uh, about oh, two weeks of this thing, I was ready to uh, coquita clutch him. <laughs> yeah, <put> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, <laughs> oh, Sal's going to kill you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> start a chant. Um, yeah, so let's talk some NWA power, man. First, before, before we do that, let's just... I mean, for those who don't know who Sal Renara is, for some odd reason, um, what what made you break into the business, and uh, what 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 led you to your opportunity to be a frequent on NWA Power? Well, I, I'm a I'm a self uh, self pro I'm a self named wrestling nerd. Professed. I, I just, you know, professed. Thank there you. you. I, not an English language. Nerd, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a very much self-professed uh, wrestling nerd. I mean, I grew up, you know, like, uh, I'm very fortunate or unfortunate, depending on how you look at it. Uh, I, I was going to be a pro wrestler, you know, when I was when I was in grade school, the teacher would go around, you know, kids, I'm going to be an astronaut, I'm going to be a dinosaur, I'm going to be whatever. 
You know, I remember clear as day, second grade, telling my teacher, like, yeah, I'm, well, when I grow up, I'm going to be a pro wrestler. And I've always been very small in stature as it was. Plus, uh, I skipped a grade. I skipped first grade. I went from kindergarten to second. Oh, nice. So uh, I was doubly small. So uh, I remember, you know, even back then telling my teacher, you know, I'm going to be a pro wrestler. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, buddy. You know, we're talking the 80s where, you know, Hulk Hogan was a pretty gigantic man. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was kind of eye-rolled, but I uh, I was just dead set. Like, it was my one, like, it's always been my love. And, I, I mean, I I remember picking up after mags and, and you know, every Friday I got to rent, go to the video store and rent a video. And, nice. you know, my buddies were, were, were getting cartoons or, or the hot movie and I was yeah. getting Coliseum videos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just, it's always been, it's always been my passion. It's always been, you know, the one thing I've wanted to do. So uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, stumble into a school but not even a school. Uh, there was an indie that ran uh, three blocks from my house mm -hmm. in uh, California in 1996, and it was one of those things where I uh, I found out about the pro wrestling three blocks from my house. Holy, holy smokes! Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, the shows would start at like five o'clock. Uh, it was a once a month thing. Shows bell time uh, or doors were open at five. Which means I would uh, I would walk there and I was there by eleven o'clock that morning, mm -hmm. you know, and I'd volunteer to do anything, you know, put up the ring, put up the chairs, cook the hot dogs, tickets, whatever. And uh, after a few months of this, you know, I got my reward for helping out was getting to get in the ring. Nice. And uh, there was a few guys that uh, decided, like, hey, you know, we'll uh, instead of beating each other up and going over stuff we can beat up the kid. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I mean, that's, that's where my learning began. You know, I, I learned how to get beat up. Wow. Uh, and I did that off and on for about two years. Uh, uh, and then, uh, you know, when it, Taylor's oldest time, I, I was there one day and they had a battle Royal and they were short guys. So, uh, I was, I was 15 going on 16 and they, you know, threw me under a mask and said, Hey, Wow. You're on tonight. Dude. What year was this? This was 1998. This was May of 1998. Wow. Wow. Nice. Uh, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. That's amazing, man. That's uh that's really cool. And um so this was still this is all in Georgia? No, this was in California. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I moved out to Georgia later that year, but the the, the pre like it was it, it was a twofold thing. Uh, I I was on. I've kind of been on my own since I was uh, fourteen, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I I had heard through the grapevine that uh, my grandparents, who both lived out in Georgia, my grandfather had Parkinson's disease, and my grandmother got ill. Okay. So uh, you know they kind of needed somebody to come help them. Plus, you know, like I was aware enough even at at that age to know like. WCW is based out of Atlanta. Uh, they lived in Macon. So uh, that's an hour drive. I said, I can come out. I can come out to Georgia. I can, uh, I can take care of my grandparents and get signed to be a cruiserweight WCW. It all just made sense to me. <laughs> so, Sounds uh, good. 
<laughs> yeah, so I uh, I reverse Beverly Hills Billy this thing mm-hmm. and uh, loaded up the truck and moved from Cali. Nice. Uh, nice. And uh, I came out to Georgia, and I mean, I knew nobody. Like I said, I um, I had met my grandmother, and my I met my grandmother once when I was like four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never met my grandfather, but uh, I came out to help them out, and uh, you know, uh, I started I started doing a couple, meeting a couple people here and there, and got got fortunate enough to uh, link up with John Phoenix and Jason Cross, who to this day are still still buddies of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, you might remember Jason Cross; he was the guy that did the shoot star leg drop on all the early TNA mm-hmm. shows. Yep, yep, um, I remember that. Yeah, and he's he's a character in himself. Uh, and then John Phoenix, who I always thought was better than Jason, but just never it never translated. But they both worked for NWA Wildside, which mm-hmm. uh, at the time was the WCW developmental. AJ and, worked uh, for Wildside, right? Oh yeah, I've, I've, mm-hmm. yeah. I've known AJ. Uh, I, I actually I just talked to him. This was a few months back, mm-hmm. but we were talking, and right in the middle of—I mean, we were just catching up. Right in the middle of talking, he goes, "Man, how long have I known you?" And I kind of, you know, thought about it. I was like, "Man, AJ, I've known you since—I've known you since the end of '99." He goes, "Man, I've known you 20 years. What are we doing?" Like, <laughs> That's a good AJ impersonation. <laughs> well, uh, after years around him, I, I picked up a couple AJs. Nice. So, That's uh, good. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, like I didn't really think about it, but I've known AJ two decades. Like that's nuts to me. Wow, wow. Um, so let's yeah. let's go back to AJ Styles in '99 real quick. What are some things that you remember with AJ Styles? Because he's a, he was a lot thinner and smaller than he is now. Absolutely, but he he's one of those guys that always had it. Like there was never a doubt. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, I, I remember the first time I saw him, it was at a show in Athens, Georgia, uh, in a building called Bumpers, which is ironic, but, uh, it was him and Air Paris. And, uh, I had heard through the grapevine, the story of these guys, you know, this is, we're talking, you know, this is, this is about a year before they were signed by WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you know, through, you hear through the grapevine, you know, these guys up in covers. And like I said, even then I was a wrestling nerd where, you know, I was reading all the magazines and, uh, I had web TV at the time. I don't know if you guys remember that data technology, mm-hmm. but, uh, it was, it was essentially the internet on your television. It was mind blowing. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, your remote was a keyboard. Uh, so, I mean, that's how I kept up with my wrestling news and, all, you know, the, the message boards or whatever. And so I'd heard about, you know, and I, when I moved to Georgia, I kind of, I you know, I, I, I kind of checked out the landscape online. You know, what's the buzz? Who's, who's the guys to, uh, who, who are the it guys on the Georgia indie scenes that you want to get hooked up with or whatever? And so I had heard the buzz of AJ anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you, when I saw him, I was like, oh yeah, I could see why, you know, like uh, he, he was just incredible. He had that, he's always had that it factor about him. Uh, I mean, not to say that he has, I mean, you look at those old tapes now and it's very cringy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the, even at the time you knew like, oh, there's something there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, and he's, he's, he's definitely made the most of his, you know, he's always had freakish abilities anyways, but he's definitely found a way to make the most out of them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. And I, I always, I always share this AJ story. Just, uh, I, I actually wrote, uh, AJ had an autobiography come out in 2013, I think. All right. It was supposed to come out. I don't know if it was ever released, but, uh, they had a bunch of people just write little snippets about AJ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was one of the people that got to do it. Actually, uh, Bill Barons, who was my agent, who's the one who helped get me on, he's also AJ's agent. I spoke with Bill a few times over these past eight years. He's linked me up to some to some people. Yeah, no, Bill, Bill is the best. I actually, uh, one time I stole his car and went to Mardi Gras, but that's a whole other story. Um, (laughs) but uh he told me like on in the book like it was like sting's piece my piece and jeff jarrett's piece and i was like well that sounds about right i'm usually the meat in that sandwich yeah 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 (laughs) again uh, again more more hall of famers opening up for sal it's it's a running theme (laughs) but uh uh, I, i shared this story in it where i I was an extra for TNA. This was when they were getting ready to do the scaffold match with AJ and Rhino. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember what the goofy name was uh, for it, but it it was like the ultimate X, but it wasn't the ultimate X because it was a scaffold. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, I was in the back. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forgot the name too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It wasn't like I said, there's no telling at this point, but uh I'm in the back saying my hellos and visiting, mm-hmm. and AJ grabs me by the arm. I mean, just, just Sal, hey, Sal, you got to check this out. And he rushes me through the sound stage at, at Universal into the into the arena, and he just starts hanging upside down on this gigantic platform 20 feet in the air like he's a 10-year-old kid. Wow. Like, AJ, don't, wow. don't hurt yourself. Wow. And he was just like, <laughs> this is going to be great. And I was like, that's, but like that's Elevation a- X is what it was called. That's out. Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, 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 that's AJ to me, you know, like he's just, he's that 10 year old kid that, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, they, they threw something crazy at him and he made the most of it. Uh, nice. So nice. That's awesome. Now let's, uh, let's, let's uh, go over to, let's transition into your opportunity for NWA power. How did you, how did you get that opportunity? Well, uh, uh, like I had uh, mentioned to Bill Barron's once, once they announced the power was going to be in Atlanta, I was like, man, that's, uh, you know, my story getting there is kind of funky just because like I had taken, I had stepped away from wrestling for a couple of years. I, uh, uh, my, my, my youngest son, my second born child, he was, he was born in 2010. And at that time I kind of, I, like I said, I, I started working in 98. So at that point I'd been hitting it pretty hard 12 years. You know, I, at that point I was, uh, I felt pretty accomplished. Uh, by that point I, you know, I was ringing up on a world tag team champion I'd done stuff for WWE. I'd done stuff, you know, basically for every major promotion mm-hmm. in the world. And my fear was always being that bitter old guy in the locker room that mm-hmm. felt like pro wrestling owed him something. Yeah. Like I never wanted to be that guy. Cause I've always just been like, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm five seven, one seventy. You know, like I'm I'm very fortunate to, uh, especially in the era that I came up in. Like I I did a lot, you know, so I was happy. Like I didn't want to be that bitter guy. Mm-hmm. So when my second son came around, I kind of just my plan was just kind of take take a couple shots here and there, but never, you know, like I wasn't going to be a full time guy anymore. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, of course, right after I had kind of made that decision, I got a job working with uh, TNA in the merchandising department, and I was on the road full time with them uh, uh, in doing merch. Mm-hmm. So uh, that really limited my in ring time, anyway. So I was completely, you know, I went from from 2010 till about 2013. I think I had two matches. But uh, again, like I was happy, you know, like I, I, it wasn't a bitter thing. It wasn't a, you know, like, hey, man, I, 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 I did more than I ever had the right to. Well, uh, ironically, back circling back to AJ, when a, TNA let AJ go, I kind of saw the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, man, if they let AJ walk, I don't think they, I don't think they're too concerned about Sal selling T-shirts. Yeah. <clears throat> Still, still to this day, one of the craziest decisions TNA's ever made in their in, in eighteen years of my existence. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, and I saw some crazy stuff there. Don't get me wrong, but that was yeah. one of the ones that was just a huge flashing indicator. Like uh, we might be in trouble. Uh, and sure enough, I mean, within within three months of me giving my notice, all the house shows, which is where which is where I was doing most of my work all the house shows had ceased to operate. So mm-hmm. uh, very, very much a blessing in disguise. And I'm, I'm thankful I got, I had that foresight. Uh, but uh, so I went home and I was happy and I wasn't working at all. And uh, I had a buddy who does a show 45 minutes from the house that got to me and said, Hey man, come work, come work with this guy. I got a kid here. He just needs somebody that's had seasoning, you know, he, he, he's good. He's young. He just needs, he, 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 he's just working the same guys over and over. He needs a challenge. Mm-hmm. Now I'm good. Man. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy. I'm done. Oh, come on. Come on. And this was back and forth, probably three months straight. Come do it. No, I'm good. Come do it. No, I'm good. So finally being the genius I am, uh, I said, all right, look, I'll come do it. And I shot him an outrageous price, knowing he would say no. And, I, you know, I'd say, well, you know, hey, buddy, you tried. It's just not going to work. Yeah. So I shoot him an outrageous price. And he goes, okay, we'll see you on the 14th or the 19th or whatever. And I was like, oh, no. Wow. <laughs> so, so I had to, you know, I came to terms with my, and my then wife, and now she's an ex, but my, my then wife, I tell her like, hey, Here's the deal, you know, it, it's a one-off thing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go do it because I can't say no to the mo- this money. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Oh, well, you'll need new gear." I said, "Oh, that's not that's not how this works." No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, no, you know, uh, my youngest son Jacob." She said, "You know, Jacob's never seen you wrestle in person, like." You know, let's, let's, you know, you can get commemorative gear and I'm pretty sure you can, you know, get the brother prize, you know, brother up some people mm-hmm. I said, all right. So I made a couple calls and, uh, you know, Hey, you know, I need some gear real simple. Uh, 
what's it going to cost? And I called Rick Michaels, who's always made my gear. Who's, you know, he's done WWE guys gear. He's still like, he he was down in Florida uh, a couple weeks ago, delivering Charlotte her robe for WrestleMania. You know? oh, wow. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, you know, so I called Rick and said, Hey man, I just, I need an easy pair of gear, just something, you know, one off deal, you know, but I, I need that brother price. And he goes, Oh yeah. You know, I'll take care of you. And I go, okay, well, what's the number? He goes, how about free? Absolutely. He goes, okay, yeah. And wow. then you can pay me back by doing a show for me on the 20th. I was like, oh, no. Wow. I blinked and I was right back in it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, I, uh, but I was, I was fortunate enough to have, now I have the, the insight of, you know, just enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. So when power came around, you know, when they announced they were going to be in Atlanta, I contacted Bill and said, Hey, you know, if they need somebody, I'm local, I'll be more than happy to make that trip. And he said, well, well, son, I'll, I'll let you know if something opens up. I said, okay. So their first set of tapings was on a Monday. He calls me on Friday and goes, Hey, uh, if, if you want to be there, you're there. I said, awesome. Wow. Well, uh, in the meantime, you know, because like when I stopped working, I stopped going to the gym. Like I completely changed my lifestyle. So I put on a ton of weight. So a lot of the guys I had known had come to know fat, what I like to call fat Sal. Uh, <laughs> at, at my at my most, I was like 260. Really? Uh, and five seven? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know if it, like I quit weighing myself at 255, but there was about five months after that where I was like, ah, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I got up to at least 260. So when I got back to doing the full-time gig, you know, wrestling, uh, my goal was to get to back down. I wanted to get to 160 and then build back up. But uh, the funny part about it is, have you ever so seen you lost, so you lost 100 pounds? I lost 100 pounds, yeah. Did you, have you documented any of this stuff? Uh, I mean, there's, 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 if you go on my Facebook page, you can see pictures of me as fat and then pictures of me not now. But like, Instead uh, of Shallow Hal, you should have a documentary called Shallow Sal. Come on, man. Yeah, what, yeah, where, I, I, uh, I, regret, I regret not doing more photos, like, from, because, like, I never really, I never really went into it with, like, I, my 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 weight is this and i want to get to this it was yeah. man i need to lose some weight yeah. and then as the as it started going i was like man i can get down to 160 i can get down to 160 i can i can lose an even, an even hundred and so uh that kind of became my motivating that kind of became like just the 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 number like i just wanted to hit that number and i mean i, I think i weighed myself uh today and i was 168 which i'm comfortable with Wow, but, uh, but yeah, I'm trying, I was find, uh, I'm trying to find photos on your on your page man, of of a hundred two hundred and sixty pounds. Wow, how'd you do it? Uh, well, this thing is like so. My big thing going into the weight loss was like when I was at my when I was in the best shape of my life. I was I, I was hyper vigilant about everything I ate. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I always checking the calories of the air of places I was going to make sure I wasn't consuming too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's kind of what burned me out more than anything. So my goal on this was finding a happy medium of I'm not going to eat foolishly, uh, but I'm also not going to punish myself if at the end of the day, you know what, I'm, I'm going to have a cookie. Yeah, I'm a big, I, I was a personal trainer for uh, for ten years, and uh, uh, I had two back surgeries to gain a bunch of weight, and I've lost uh, uh, forty three pounds, and uh, and that's just uh, I mean just counting calories, man. That's, that's re- like I, I still I, it's not like I'm like eating like rice cakes or you know what i mean like went straight vegan not you know if anybody wants a vegan lifestyle go for it but i'm just like for me I, i'm 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 a i'm a muscle head like i'm a i'm a i'm six one you know what i mean and I, i've i've been like a a muscle guy and and, and yeah. the weight and, and the thing is the weight wasn't wasn't very noticeable as far as like like losing myself because i always worked out so i was just like super bulky you know, okay, yeah. and yeah, so the weight, you know, uh, has came off, and and it's and and I kid you not, man, it was because of every day, still worked out five days a week, um, and still work out like a crazy madman, all that stuff, but but the lean, like I'm getting leaner, you know, and so, yeah. and so that was my. That was my big thing, and, and and I kid you not, man. It was it was it was literally because every day, it was one of the things I taught people. You know, all the time as a trainer, count your calories. This is the daily allotted calories you have. If you go five hundred under in a week, you've lost a pound. You know what I mean? So that's the simple math. <laughs> yeah. There's an app that I found that was odd. Now I can't remember. Uh, I think it's my Fitness Pal. Where you I've heard can- of that. It, it calculates your calories for you, which, mm-hmm. oh man, less work for me. Sign me right. up twice. Yeah. Uh, and that, that helped out a lot. And I just made, you know, like I made conscious decisions like portion control and portion uh, control is huge. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just like little things. Like I, you know, I went from ground beef to ground turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, simple things like that. But, uh, and then, you know, I just put the work in, you know, uh, I, I often, because when a lot of people ask me, you know, like, what's the hardest part? To me, the hardest part of going to the gym is going to the gym. Like, I say, I tell that same thing to people all the time. There's been so, yeah. and again, I've been, I, I've worked, I work out all the time. I love working out, but I get so tired. I'm a PhD student now. I'm about to be a doctor in a few months, in a couple yes. months, really. And so there's just so many things. I'm a mental health specialist by day, a journalist by night. And, you know, of course, more than anything, married father of three, three kids from seven to two, seven, yeah. five to two. So a crazy day, I'm going to the gym and I'm like, man, I'll sit there in the parking lot for like, for like 20 minutes, man. And I get in there and I'm in the zone. It's a whole different feel yeah, when I'm in there. That's exactly what it is. Because when I like, like my on a normal day, like I finish it, I, I'll finish up and I'll come home and that couch is calling my name. The kids want to play ball, yep. or, you know, this, that, and the third. There's homework to do, and so uh, the, the hardest part is me going. Okay, I've got to go. Yeah, and yeah. 
you know, once I'm there, it's go time. Like I've never walked in the gym and said, nah, not today. And turned around and left. No, like, never. Yeah. <laughs> once I'm there, I'm there and let's do this. Let's That's get right. it done. Let's knock it out. Uh, but yeah, so I, I lost all that weight. Have you ever seen the movie Hook? That sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. Uh, Robin Williams is, is yeah, the pirate. Goes back to well, there's a scene in it. And my buddies, my buddies. Every time I do a show, uh, I get my buddies and I have an inside joke. We call it. I get hooked. Mm -hmm. So there's a scene in that movie where the Lost Boys see old fat Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, man, that's not Pan, that's not Pan, that's not Pan. And one of the Lost Boys come up and start pushing on his face mm -hmm. and push his eyes back. He goes, oh, there you are, Peter. Well, once I lost all my weight, every time I did a show, someone did that to me. Where it was like, you know, it was always like a, a quadruple take. Wow. Wait, that Sal? <laughs> yeah, wow. Man, and so NWA Power was the same way where uh, I got there and, you know, we were kind of just off to the side and uh, Bill had, Bill was, was, is working backstage there. He was the agent. He goes, Hey, uh, Crimson will get with you. He's going to be the agent for the match. You guys are on first. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll let you know what you're doing. All right. Sounds good. So uh, it was me and a guy named Billy Buck against the Dawsons. Very first match in NWA Power history. And uh, Crimson comes up and he's kind of laying down what he wants for the Dawsons because it's a shine match for him. And he's like, you know, blah, 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 and X and Y. And he, he kind of, wait, wait, Sal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Man, I didn't know that was you. You know, so. And like the whole the whole match changed almost where he was like he wasn't even talking to the Dawsons anymore. He was talking to me to talk to the Dawsons. Wow. And he was like, hey, can you can you do another match? I was like, hey man, I'm here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've always got extra gear. I'm ready. And he goes, Yes, if you don't mind, you know, uh I'm gonna go ahead and throw you in there with with Cabana and, and Mr. Anderson too, if you don't mind. I was mm -hmm. like, absolutely, you know, like Let's do it. And uh, uh, I, I guess they liked what they saw because they, they kept bringing me back. Nice, nice. That's awesome, man. Congratulations on that. That's a lot of uh, hard work and dedication for that, man, for sure. All right, so as we close, man, uh, just let us know uh, what the future of NWA Power is. I know that uh, the season closed up, I think, back in March, and uh, yes. so they, they they released a couple more stuff. I did see the, uh, the, the the one with Camille. Very good setup. I mean, just <clears throat> throughout 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 the whole season, of course, the whole promo. You know, Camille doesn't talk and all that stuff, and it was really interesting. And then and then finally, uh, a, a red haired. Camille uh, uh, cuts a promo at the end of the, the episode. I thought that was a really, really good. I tell people this all the time. I think the production of NWA Power with uh, I've had Lagana on the show before, and <clears throat> man, the production is incredible, man. And I, it's really that old school feel to it. The the, the cliffhangers, the the, the, the yes. you know, just kind of marinate on this just kind of sit on it and just wait for it and then boom you know just that, that's how it was with camille so well, it, just yeah. that, that, just the whole studio atmosphere i can't believe like, the first time i walked into the studio i mean 
it felt like I was hopping out of a DeLorean. Wow. I mean, like it took me right to it. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to, you know, cut a promo with Cornette in 86. Yes. You know, I mean, like it, just, <laughs> it was, it's one of those things where like, they have done such an amazing job capturing that magic. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, I love it just because there's such a great brand awareness yep. where everybody knows like this isn't big budget WWE. It's not, you know, they're not making movies. They're mm-hmm. not, they're aware of what they are. And the goal is just to present what the product is. Mm-hmm the best way possible. And I think, uh, I think they've found, I, I think they found their Avenue and they found their way. And I mean, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond stoked to be a, a part of all of it, man. And it's, it's crazy. Just like I've been in locker rooms before where it's felt like a family atmosphere. Like mm-hmm. uh, there was the, you know, some of those early ring of honor locker rooms I was mm-hmm. in. I uh, definitely felt like it was an us against the world thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're creating our own version of what pro wrestling can be. Yeah. And uh, I definitely think NWA, man, like it is, it is such a, a great group of, of talent, man. Mm-hmm. Just uh, the, the men and the women, like eh, there's, you know, they're all egos are checked at the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's very much a definite, like a family unity. Uh, it's, it's such a blast to be a part of it. And I think that translates to the screen. Like Absolutely. I definitely think, you know, I, I mean, just that live audience is, is just as important as uh, any of us in the ring too. Uh, so I, I'm really looking forward to, uh, getting back to all of it man uh uh i'm still i'm you know i'm I'm kind of waiting just like everybody else for a definitive date to get back but uh uh i've I've talked to to a couple guys and i know it's it's coming it's coming Mm -hmm. soon uh Mm -hmm. announcements will be made uh and uh i'm ready man like and like i said you know especially coming off that broke my broken arm Mm -hmm. uh, i just got into a a great spot with, with May Valentine and uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to see where it can go. Nice. Good stuff, man. Well, thanks so much, man. This has been a fantastic conversation, man. I, I, I appreciate it. Um, you know, for someone who's been in the business for 22 years, like yourself, man, uh, you've, uh, yeah, that sounds crazy. Doesn't it? 23 years. Yeah, that's so real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you've seen, um, uh, You've seen three different eras, you know, attitude yeah, era, yeah. Uh, ruthless aggression in the current era. It's, it's, you know, you, you've wrestled through three different eras and uh, it's, it, it's a really interesting transition as we're uh, in this world, but it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, um, what, what is, what is old? Hey, <laughs> what is old becomes new again. You know, and, uh, we see that with, we see that with NWA power. You got some, uh, you got about, uh, say 45 seconds for some flash questions real quick. We got some people in the chat room asking you some questions. Yeah. Throw, throw my way. What we got? All right. We got Brian say, how did you break your arm? I actually broke it in the ring. Uh, I was, uh, 
me, I, I have a, a, a guy I was trying to do, we were trying to do a double end of days and uh, the, the guy I was giving it to, his arm got hooked under mine. And when we hit, uh, his, his arm hit under my arm and then all his body weight went on top of my arm. And it was one of those things where we hit and I looked over at my partner and said, well, I, I just broke my arm. You might want to pin him. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, and this was, I'm talking, this was, this was January 18th. I was booked to be at NXT that following Wednesday. And what? then we had, we had in the fire or what is that the name of the pay-per-view into the fire? And, yeah. We had into the fire and then two sets of TVs mm -hmm. that following week. So I was like, man, out of all the time to break my arm, right. uh, and so, so, but yeah, that's how I did doing the double end of days. Wow. Well, what is the backstage story or a funny good time you had with AJ that people don't know about? By the way, I met AJ back in September 2018. Uh, one of my favorite stories about AJ. Uh, so AJ, Jimmy, Rave, and myself used to travel quite often. And uh, we were going to Kentucky one. I mean, middle of the night. We did a, we did a show in Tennessee to see and we were driving up to Kentucky and we were driving by a cornfield and I had mentioned never being in a cornfield before. AJ pulls over and he goes, all right, well now you have. I said, what are you doing? He goes, no, you got to get out. You got to run in this cornfield. And I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere. It's the middle of the night. Like I'm, I'm anticipating gunshots and AJ's not, he's not moving. Wow. Until I get out and run in this cornfield. Wow. So, uh, so uh, he kicks me out of the car and I mad dash for probably, I mean, it felt like eight years, but it was probably 20 <laughs> seconds. But while I was in there, I grabbed an actual corn on the cob mm -hmm. and that became the road trip mascot. Uh, for the rest of the road trip, the game was how could we sneak it in each other's bags? Nice. Uh, and finally, at the end of the uh, the at the end of the loop, I managed to sneak the corn on the inside of AJ's bag in his boots, mm -hmm. so he didn't even discover it till he got home. Nice. Uh, and then I got that phone call, and I, you know, I was like, "Oh, it wasn't me. It must have been Jimmy." <laughs> <laughs> nice point for Sal again. People, big name, main eventers opening up for Sal. That's the, that's the running theme, man. My guy, it's been it's been a great uh, chat, man. I really appreciate you uh, uh, coming on the show tonight. Uh, best wishes, man, and uh, keep, keep going out there, man. The, the world needs Sal Renaro. I'm telling you, man, shallow, shallow style, man. Do it, man. I, I think whatever videos you have, whatever pictures, you know, you can get a compilation of pictures and make it really nice into a nice, a nice video, man. Uh, shallow Sal, man. I, I, I think there's something there. We'll have to look into that. I really appreciate you guys having me, man. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Have a good night, man. You do the same. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I am back. Um, yeah, so uh, after the interview, just hopped, hopped right off. All right, we got a good uh, 45 minutes left, y'all. So let's uh, let's have some fun, man. About 50 minutes, actually, really. Um, we got about 50 minutes left. Um, and let's uh, have some fun. Um, 
Just waiting for everybody to come through. Let's do this. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything. Uh, after the interview, the, the uh, yeah, the broadcast that ended, the broadcast ended after the interview, which was, which was odd. Um, but that, that was, a, that was the first, but it's, it's all good. I hope y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed the interview. Hope y'all enjoyed everything. How's the PNP nation? How's everything going? How's everybody going? Uh, how's life? Um, Episode 422. Uh, let's do this. PMP Nation, how's it going? Kyle says, welcome back. Um, don't tell Cotter, don't tell Cotter that. Um, that's a Titans fan for you. <laughs> this guy. This, this guy. This guy. Uh Wilf. Uh no. Kane Velasquez did though. Uh, Kane Velasquez did get released, and that is something that uh, we want. I wanted to talk about on the show. Yeah, you were wondering what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's hope so. <laughs> Marissa, you want you want Brock to get released? What? You want uh, you want you want uh, Brock to get released? Okay. All right, y'all. Flavor of the week. Um, flavor of the week is uh, fans' choice to this week. I had a couple ideas, but uh, I was like, you know what? We're just gonna do fans' choice tonight. Um, what do y'all want the flavor of the week gonna be? Uh, and we got some headlines as we always do. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him on the show. Back in the saddle again, Evan Tech Proud. Hey yo, hey yo, did I? See, so NWA power. Only thing song we need in the world today is the old school natural theme and the <laughs> WCCW juice. What a call in the natural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it just. Uh, ended it totally ended after that uh after the interview interview was fun though yeah shout out to sal good dude and the interview you did is always i was wondering what happened it just went dead and i was like wait then i saw you message me oh it's another link yeah (laughs) yeah it was uh very interesting because uh because that's uh it's never happened Uh, it's it's typically uh Typically, it just goes right through. But instead of ending his, the, 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 yeah, like, the, whole, the whole thing just ended. No, uh, we, uh, yeah, we yeah. We've got the ruggedness going on, the, the longer beards, if you will. Yeah, I see. I, see. I got my hair cut, though, man. Man. Family and wifey cuts hair, so I'm glad on that. Yeah. Bless you, brother. Bless yeah. you. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you, I can, my man. I can do all this on my own, but I'm just letting it grow in a little bit. Bro, listen, I'm I'm struggling over here and look at waiting for every like I said on Facebook, man. I said, you know what? I'm gonna I want to. I mean, I can shave. I, I mean, I I I uh, do my own uh, lining and stuff. Um, yeah. my, my barber lines. I mean, he hooks it up, but yeah. I, I've done my own stuff for years as far as lining. But my hair, man. Yeah, brother, you got. You got bro. Your hair. 
I've been struggling, man. I've been struggling. And um and I think it's one of those things, man. I was like, I, I'm gonna YouTube a drop fade on locks just to pretend oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I had a haircut. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just waiting for uh Mike DeWine to be like, you know, get a get a uh, hat, man. Yeah, get, get one of them. Them, uh, we call them dread hats, the little Erica Badu joints, the wraps. Yeah, I have, I have, I have, um, yeah, I have one of the, um, one of the sleeves, uh, kind of socks to, you know, lock socks type thing. Um, but I mean, like at work though, you know, I, I can't wear that at work as a mental health specialist. I will go in my office and, yeah, 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 yeah. Been All right, right. Uh, go ahead. I've been having my recipe was asking where I've been having uh what happened last Tuesday? And what happened last Tuesday, bro? Oh you yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, family, family. And I had my mom set for P and P and I overslept. Oh yeah. Her, what was it, one forty o'clock in the morning? I'm like, no. Uh yeah, he was like, Man, I'm so sorry, man. And, yeah, you know that I had to I'm here letting this grow, man. I got grades through here. Got some grays. Yeah, got the grays. Oh, did I? Yeah, (laughs) grays. Thought it was lit. Nope. Oh Um, man, that is uh, very, very interesting. Um, And it's funny because you're a few years younger than me, and uh, man. uh, Uncle Uncle ever get those gray hairs, man. That on the side here, my head curly, so I can't hide it. Got yeah. you know, curly wave grays. I got grays, and then all places in the middle because I got the strip. Yeah. It was all through here. Like, hey, ah. you could you could pull the Scott Sider though, man. No, no. He was telling Billy Graham to do <laughs> right. Yeah, you could do you could do the Billy Graham. Yeah. Shout out to my man Rissy, who uh, one of my staff members who, who watching and listening. Everybody else, so. Nice, nice. Uh, what other what, what uh, questions y'all got? What questions y'all got? What's up, Alonzo? Robbie did a DIY haircut. Show it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show up, show, uh, show it. Um, okay, let's see. Marissa, you see those uh, Zelina Bay was wearing? I was just walking in those, by the way. Uh, what are your thoughts on money bank matches? I can't wait to see how those go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she wore, she was wearing one of those. Um, oh, gosh. Um, oh, what was that movie where they wore the big fish uh, fish tank? Are you, uh, are you talking about the play, the play movie? Um, yeah. Superfly? Superfly? No. Oh, what was that movie? It was on the black exploitation movies, right? In the seventies, the Superfly, the guy wore the Martin. It was in the eighties. It was a fish tank. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was the shoes with the with the, with the tanks, man. Oh man! Hold on, I'm about to look it up. Yeah, that's gonna bug me, man. Fish tank shoes. Let's see. Movie man, it's telling me where I can get fish. Interesting shoes. Hold on, here we go. <laughs> movie said, "Yep, I was right." Oh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yes, yes, that's it right there. Martin. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, sucker. What what year did that come out? 
Six to uh, eight inches taller. That's for sure. She's only like um, she's barely five feet. Yeah, I saw she's the like Hall four. of Fame. This is when she was still dating uh, Austin. Aries, Aries, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I saw her Hall of Fame a couple years back. Well, uh, three years back, uh, 2017, and uh, yeah, she was super, super tiny. Um, uh, as far as the money bank uh, matches, uh, Marissa. Um. We'll talk about that next week. We'll talk more money in the bank next week. Uh, when we do the predictions, I mean, it's it's as uh, it's as good as you can. I mean, it's it's as good as you can get, really, right? I mean, there's not really much you can do. I think it's an interesting concept for for what we have, but I mean, you really don't have much <laughs> much other choices, unfortunately. I mean, it's like this. Money in the bank was going to happen here. The great state of Maryland, the great city of Baltimore. <laughs> Top three greatest wrestlers in the city. Yeah. I, you know, I always put up there. But it, I, I don't have faith. Well, that's a, it's in a corporate uh, uh, headquarters, though. It's now, yeah, in, money, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the headquarters. Because yeah. of COVID, money in the bank was going to happen here. Right. I'm, I'm glad in a way it's not. For some reason, gimmick pay-per-views do not do well here in D.C. We just have any bad. I'm not talking about NWA days, WCW days. WWE as of late, mm-hmm. past 15 years, gimmick matches don't do well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, they're doing the best what they can get. I mean, you know, doing best what they have is at the headquarters. They just paid all that money for the new headquarters to get built. But I know that's on that's on uh, pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, I know people doing Mount Rushmore. I know we talked about that. Like, yeah, uh, we're yeah we're talking yeah. So fans' choice today for uh, for the week. Um, I'm opening up to the PMP Nation. Uh, actually, wrench mob members. Uh, if there's any wrench mob members, you get first dibs. Where's him? Uh, uh, Lexi, I know she's a patron. I know Mo's a patron. I know Cole's a patron. Um, any wrench mob um, members uh, gets first dibs on the for the week. And after, I say I'll give it about five minutes. I say I give it about let's uh, mm, say five minutes, and uh, then we'll. They'll get first dibs, and if not, if there's no patrons on here, then we'll open it up to the PMP Nation. All right, y'all, uh, let's do this. Uh, y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what time it is. Headlines. Here we go. Gender Mahal returns, ladies and gentlemen. Um, man, yeah, Gender Mahal returns. Uh, 
interestingly enough, somebody, hmm, somebody oh. broke oh. a story last week about reaching out to Jinder Mahal because I'm heard some things, wanted to see his status. He said he was clear and waiting. Oh, there wasn't Uncle Dave. You know that much. Mm, went all yeah. over the airwaves. Hmm, got a lot of buzz, and then voila, Jinder Mahal comes back. How about that? PNP exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <clears throat> yes, so that goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, that if Chris Featherstone reported it. It's legit, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, I do want to say this. Speaking of legit, uh, like on my video, I said uh, WWE plans to be touring in June. Um, both the MSG event and the Columbus event, uh, event uh, MSG was uh, like June 27th, and then Columbus was June 12th. Mm -hmm. That that was actually their planned uh, return back to touring. But uh, they actually got, uh, I don't know, I, I know MSG got postponed. And, and the Ohio acts, the SmackDown, we won't even have SmackDown anymore. That's actually got postponed to a um, a Raw in December December 28th. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. So, guys, <laughs> yeah, they keep postponing. They, they keep postponing. They postpone MSG twice. They postpone SmackDown and Columbus twice. Because all, all this crazy Columbus. Yeah. I, I shouted you out on my show. I, I literally got off A on my show, jumped on here. Uh, I actually misquoted, said July. Mm. So I don't know, maybe the misquote might have helped because uh, I did mention your article. And, you know, and, and as we said here, <clears throat> if it is not with a tear in my eye, come on. If <clears throat> it is not reported by Featherstone, if it is not reported by your truly tech, if it is not reported by Avery Mark, who is a part of my staff and under the mass radio and is a freelancer, it is not legit. Yeah. It is deemed as false or revoked information. <laughs> everything we have everything we have broke, you broke stuff, brother, and more. People don't know we talk all day, all the time. We have a lot of family, to give it to me. Me and Chris talk all the time. So if he something, if you don't text me something, I don't text him. If I don't get something from Amy Mark or another um, source of mine in Vegas, it ain't legit. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. So, Ginger Juice, man. Ginger Juice, beast up. I don't like his hair, man. though. I don't like his, I don't like the haircut. I think, I think, yeah, I like the, the regalness. Long. I think the regalness yeah. was in the longer hair. I think that made him, I know they wanted to make him look different and just the, the return, but you know, dude is like super duper jacked, you know, and um, yeah, he's uh, Drew McIntyre. He was in the bump, uh, a, a little a few weeks back and he was saying that he looks even because uh, they're like uh really super close friends and he was like yeah he's even in the bigger he's like yeah he's even uh more than he was before as far as uh just uh, uh his his uh, physical shape and i was he's like wow and that's he yeah he's huge so yeah um i think he should grow his hair back and i think um 
you know, it, it seems what it seems like what they're going to do is they're going to eventually do like a three and B type thing. They let Slater, they let Slater go. This is the one time where you you know you needed Slater to 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 bump up a storyline. This is this is the time, but for some reason they decided to um, to let him go. I mean, they weren't really using him very well, so that makes right. sense. But at the same time, it just made it just makes more sense to me to have him you know as a part of um as a part of the the the, the storyline heaps later but i do yeah. see drew versus gender happening probably uh, next uh probably next pay-per-view i can it's, i can see that it's like that he likes to show him he likes that that, that beef yeah. oh, that's a lot of beef that beef, that's a lot that of big, beef pal. big tall and, and <laughs> gender I, I know and that was really I met and spoke with Jinder a few times. I know you're a lot closer to him than I am. You know, me and you both know Drew. Uh, big dudes, man. They they definitely big dudes, big and tall. And and not, not only that, they're big, tall, athletic. It's not the big stiffs of the the, the, the Hogan 80s warrior. Yeah. The, yeah. the solid beefcake. <laughs> right. XR Jim Duggan. <laughs> Shout out to my man George. Otherwise, on this one man game, yep. Bam Bam. Bam Bam was athletic, but you know, the Ron Basses. Mm-hmm. Our good old boy, Black Bart, Dead Gone It. Black Bart, Dead Gone It. Oh, Black Bart. Oh, Black Bart. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's go on. Cain Velasquez and Gerald Briscoe released. Now, this is a bit of a surprise as far as Briscoe is concerned. Velasquez, um, yeah, that that didn't. Uh, I forgot he was even in WWE. Yeah, that 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 didn't <laughs> whatsoever. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he only he was only a part of one match. You know, a couple appearances, and I think he'll. Most likely go back to AAA because, like he want he wants to wrestle. So, um, I, I get it. I mean, I, I you know, Cain Velasquez was someone who they really touted to to be. I mean, they really wanted to take his name value and 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 profit from it, which makes sense from a business standpoint. However, I would say that he was already like he has he already had a bum knee. You know, going into his Saudi match yeah. with Lesnar, he was he was super hurt. He couldn't even he couldn't even compete uh, after the match because he was, in, yeah, he was yeah, injured. Yeah. He was hurt, so it's like, um, you you really he's not he's not an asset right now, and you know right. you're, you're just you're just wasting money. You're just wasting money, you know, to right. to continue to have him on the payroll. So it makes sense. Uh, as far as Gerald Briscoe is concerned, that is a bit of a surprise because he's uh, such a huge um, contribution to the WWE for one. And, you know, he's been an agent for eons, you know. And so yeah, that, that was a bit of a surprise, especially since, you know, him and Patterson are, you know, kind of hand in hand. And so that, you know, that, that was a bit of a shocker to me. You know, Patterson has got the golden, got the golden egg. Patterson's yeah. never going anywhere. He's, he's uh he's he's immunity. He has immunity. Yes, for sure. Well, I heard I heard Briscoe is furloughed. If I'm right, is he furloughed? Uh, I think he's released. Um, that's the last I heard was released. Um, right. 
I don't think he's furloughed. I know there's a couple of agents that were furloughed, but um, yeah, released. Yep, he's yeah. Still, he's I mean, it's, it happens. Yeah, definitely surprised Briscoe. And 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 now, and now, see that. See, there's a con. There's there's conflict because um, pro wrestling. Uh, so Wrestling Observer said that Briscoe was furloughed, but all the other, um, you know, the the sites and from what I heard, he was released. So yeah, we'll so see. Okay. So so Briscoe, as of okay, so so he is furloughed. So so uh, pro wrestling sheet uh, updated. He said, "What a writer made a mistake to set things right." So yeah, Briscoe. So, yeah, Briscoe tweeted. He did make a tweet. All right, so yeah, I'm actually going to bring up this tweet. So he's actually furloughed. So good call, Evan. Yeah, that's something I got where it was furloughed from a pretty reputable source, not 100%, but yeah, you know, so we'll, you know, he's furloughed. Yeah, he's furloughed. He said it himself. So uh, let me bring up this tweet. Um, so I mean, he's, you know, there's some people WWE still kept that I'm surprised that he still kept yeah. as opposed to Briscoe. Yeah, that's true. But hey, I mean. What a writer made a mistake to set things right. I've not been let go. I've been placed on furlough. Don't know who leaked the wrong news. I hope to I hope get back to helping young folks. Find their T H E I R dream. Uh, if not, it been on one, maybe uh, one heck of a run. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Gerald. Come on, old Gerald. <laughs> hey, man, look. look Get your camera right, Gerald. <laughs> He's older than computers, man. Come on now. He is uh, Gerald Should've Briscoe, older than English. <laughs> <laughs> the man is older than English. English. <laughs> man, he used to send a message to telegrams to right. Right. Was it? Was writing on the on the stones. Right. All right. So it seems like the flavor of the week is the Mount Rushmore of tag teams. I thought we already talked. Did we not? Did we not talk about that? No, because because when because when we. When we did the Tony Schiavone, people, uh, our, our great fans was uh, hitting us with a bunch of Mount Rushmore. They were, yes, yes, they were. Okay, so uh, that sounds good. We, we can do Mount Rushmore of um, of tag teams tonight. Sounds good. Uh, Shane said, uh, "WWE's Money in the Bank will be like WCW's Hogan versus Big Show, the Monster Truck Tour." Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh man, that was terrible. Elbow that was horrible. Uh, Velveteen Dream controversy. Oh, dun dun dun. So um, he said he's got a hat. Yeah, he's, he's he's saying that he got hacked. Yes, he did say he got hacked. Let's, and, um, let's hope that's the case. Let's hope that's the case. Yeah. All right. Next, we have uh, on the um, on the lineup. See, look this this right here. 
That's your boo band, man. That's your boy. This makes me upset, man. So you got to This makes me very upset. Why in the world? Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this to my guy, man? Why are they doing this to my guy? Every single, all the time, I promote on this show Apollo <laughs> Cruz. Okay. We I continue to promote Apollo <laughs> Cruz until he wins a championship. Okay. As long uh, as the PNP Nation listens and witnesses an episode of Pancakes of Power Slams, as you see up there, you see that right there? Pancakes yeah. of Power Slams, and right over to that side. Over here. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> as long, brother, as long yeah. as you witness. An episode of Pancakes and Power Slams, you will be hearing about Apollo Cruz on this show. Okay. I will continue to promote Apollo Cruz until that moment happens where yeah. he wins a championship. The Why in the title. world? Why in the, the world? Title. Why would WWE say, okay? We're going to give you an opportunity. We're going to have you beat MVP, biggest win that he's had so far. Uh -huh. Then we're going to put you in the Money in the Bank match. Then we're going to have you pin Andrade on Raw just for it to be some type of stupid gimmick where you don't um, get in the Money in the Bank. Now there is some there is a, a, a silver lining to this dark cloud, okay? Andrade is not in the money in the bank match. Now, what could happen is that somehow he's out of the money in the bank match, and then on next raw, he says, Okay, I'm out of the money in the bank match, but you know what, Andrade? I'm not finished with you. And I will have a markout moment. I, I haven't had many markout moments in my 30 years of being a actually it's been about 30 more. two, 32 years. Or no, it's been about yeah, 30, got, 34 years. About you got me about two years. Yeah, you got yeah. me about two years. So my 30 about 86, 80, yeah, about 34, 33, 34 years as a wrestling fan. I haven't had many markout moments. Okay, but I will tell you this: I will mark out, ladies and gentlemen, when Apollo Cruz wins the W the the, the WWE United States Championship. No, 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 no. I'm not saying 24/7. I'm saying United States Championship. It's been in the hands of a Ric Flair, ladies and gentlemen. Harley Race, Dusty Rhodes, baby, Lex Luger, Sting. It's been in the hands of the greatest Nikita. of the greats. And it will be in the hands of Apollo Cruz, daddy, if you will. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I will tell you, and people will be waiting for my tweet on Twitter when it happens. And I will be tweeting on Twitter when Apollo Cruz wins the, wins the, the WWE United States Championship. It's going to happen. Uh -huh. And he might be ruled out the money in the bank. But I tell you what, we will see the and 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 uh, and shout out to Howard Finkel and new. 
<laughs> World oh, Wrestling man. Entertainment United States Champion Apollo Cruz. It will happen. I'm going to hell mode. So Apollo Cruz will win the WWE that is heavyweight championship in WWE 2K19 on WWE Battlegrounds when the video game is coming out in the fall. <clears throat> That's the place in WWE 2K21. If you first of all, do we even do we even count with uh, with tears in my eyes? With a tear in my eye. Do we even count that Ric Flair U.S. Championship run? It was a week. He be Conan. Yeah, man. The Conan, brother. Conan. I, I call him the man. Nineteen ninety six, Bass of the Beast. People don't understand. Awesome takeover. People don't understand that. Yes, that. there was the NWO. There was the start of the NWO. But but hold on. Ric Flair versus Conan, United States Championship. In, uh, only, but before that, but but Flair has some uh, some some U.S. title reigns before that too, though. Yeah, he did. Um, he, you know, he's so used to you know being known as world champion. But... It's, it's 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 okay, brother. It's okay to admit that <sighs> your boo bear is Jamie. I don't have Ford. one. <laughs> I don't have one. You do. You got the boo bear, Mrs. Featherstone. Yes. What I'm saying. Yeah, the boo bear. That's that's my that's the my boo. That's my, that's my boo line. <laughs> Only. But, yes. But in the NXT level, in the developmental boo bear, it's uh, Apollo Cruz and Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> <Negative. laughs> Negative. Uh I uh, don't think. Uh, I, I I I'm telling you, he's going to win. Uh, Flair's been U.S. champ. Six times. You six? Yep. Six times. Huh. Why don't we only, uh, why don't 19, only remember? His first one was 1977. He beat Bobo Brazil. Oh, uh, 78, he beat Mr. Wrestling. Oh. 79. Let's listen to these names. Uh, he beat Steamboat in 79. I do remember that. That's when they had oh. the uh, the actual um, country as the yeah. plate, <laughs> like they yeah. do the. Uh, like like how it looks like the uh, um, the north yeah. the, the uh, oh gosh the, the national championship, championship national, yeah national championship yeah which I think back then in the seventies was a, a nice idea but now it looks ugly. Um, I uh, hope this, national my, my favorite was the but uh, here's the thing they had it they had a much better looking uh, national championship um, uh, design. I know they wanted to go like old school on it, but man, that thing is ugly. <laughs> it is an ugly looking title nowadays. Uh, yeah. I'm about to pull it up. Oh, yeah, you're right, Robbie. Dusty and Macho Man. Dusty, yeah, I remember that. Yep. Uh, so this is the current national heavyweight championship. Uh, uh. Look at this! That's look at just, look at that! Uh, look at like, just the like a cut leather, it's like a piece of beef jerky. Yeah, it's, like it's made terrible. It is a terrible, world. terrible looking championship. Oh, uh, who made this? <laughs> I hope it's not my man Dave or uh, or my man. Um, uh, I know it's not Parks. No, 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 no. Uh -uh. Reggie, you know, I hope it ain't my man Dave. When ain't talking about Meltzer. No, man, uh, Dave, Davey M, Dave Mill. Yeah. Um. No, no, no! I wasn't. Oh, that is oh, horrible. Ugly, ugly looking championship. And then here's the thing: here's the new 
um the, well the not new but newer version of it and this is the one I thought was super dope um let me bring this up Bring this up. Uh, Lonzo, I got an ugly belt for you. I'll take you after this. Lonzo said, ask Chris, what's the my title was the ugliest design in pro wrestling history. Yeah, that that's the belt I had. That's the, the original right here. Me. It's, yeah, it's there. Now that's a nice looking title, the one, man. The one tell it had. It looks it look, yeah, that's the yeah, exactly that's the one tell he had. And that looks in. like uh and that looks like the old school TV title, you know what I mean? That has that same yeah. type of uh type of feel to it. This right here is where the national uh championship should be like they should they should have done that, and it's a, oh man, I, I do not like it. I don't like the uh, the old school one. I, I I'm cool with the old school feel, but that is an ugly looking belt. Uh, so Flair beats uh Steamboat in 79. Um, vacated it, Snooker won it in 79, beat Steamboat in a tournament, term, uh, tournament final. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Flair beats Snooker for his fourth one. Oh, this is fifth one. Was wait a minute. Was uh, Bash of the Beach, but they recognize. Yeah, I think there was some unofficial one and back and forth or something like that. It was uh, odd. Oh, okay. So Valentine. A WWE article recognized Flair as a six-time champion. Okay, so they, for some reason, they didn't recognize the Valentine beating him and then Flair getting it in November. <clears throat> How can you not recognize title reigns? That doesn't make sense to me. Like, oh, he won the title. Oh, no, I don't recognize that one. <laughs> like, it doesn't I don't make get that one at all. Yeah, that, that's, that's, uh, that's odd. All right, y'all, Raw and SmackDown, great. What do y'all think? Um, what do y'all think Raw and SmackDown? That Triple H. Man, uh, this is a good question, uh, Marissa. Favorite title design? Uh, well, you know mine. Always, I, I, I love the big gold belt. The big gold belt. This is the... I don't... Okay, I'm going to do one and one A. One is the, the National Wrestling NWA Heavyweight title, National Wrestling Alliance. <laughs> That's, is, it a, is that just a weightlifting belt with stickers on it? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, just like it. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, yeah, the big gold belt is number one by far. I agree. Yeah, big and gold belt a, for me too, for sure. Yep. One A will be the, N- the NWA. And three will be the uh, winged eagle. Yep, yep. Uh, I see. I, I'm more attitude era uh, design. The one you like, you like the middle. big gold one, the, the fat gold. Yeah, one? this one right the here, one, right there. I don't like, like that one. That, man. that, that was like my favorite eagle. one. That's oh, my shit. favorite. Yeah, winged eagle. See, I like the, I like the dome. I like, I like. Uh, I like the, yeah. what looks like a belt, like the the, the waist is a circle, yeah. like I'm I'm wearing a title belt, you know. 
uh, instead of just like the wing eagle to me, it was okay, but I didn't like the wings going out. And yeah, I mean, I think, I think people, I think a lot of people like the wing eagle because of the nostalgia. Um, I, I appreciate it because of the, the nostalgia, but uh, I like this one right here because of you look, I mean, I it's a beautiful looking shape. It's round. It looks like a, it looks like a belt, man. It looks it looks it looks like a title. What about the AWA? Big old platinum. That, that old gaudy looking. <laughs> oh, which uh, is uh, which is a good question that Alonzo asks. What title has the ugliest design in pro wrestling history? Perhaps the one right there you're showing. Oh, I um, well, the one when I was showing the uh, uh, AWA. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was an ugly looking championship. The 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 Don't real gaudy. I'm about to show that one. That one was really bad. Uh, uh, Kyle uh, said. Kyle said. Chris uh, and go opposite top three worst belts. Um. The, okay. See, no. there's the one with the the actual plates on there. Okay, go go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, top, know that there was top three worst. Top three worst. Um, three is the belt that uh, we just saw. The national. The yeah. national. Two will be <laughs> the AWA. One will be that Don Legends title from TNA. What in the Sam was that? Remember that? I do. I have have mixed feelings on the. See, this is really kind of a flavor of the week topic here, actually. uh, Belt designs. Um, Now, okay, so this is the one, the one that Bachwinkle had. um, And it was just so big. (laughs) It was just. It was so big, man. Um, let me try to pull it up. Uh, all right, so uh, yeah, let me pull that one up real quick. All right, so this one. Uh, all right, so here's the AWA one. Oh, yeah. So I said the Fiend title. Oh, gosh, that one was terrible. So that's the AWA uh, one. Thing is, uh, <laughs> it's like... That thing is... It's huge, man. <laughs> it is huge. That, that is just... And it's just like silver-plated. It just looks so generic. AWA World Heavyweight Wrestling Champion. With the huge sides, yeah, that's that. That is a, a very Horrible, gaudy, very gaudy would, title right there. I would get that. Remember, I, I, I would get that just for straight nostalgia. Nostalgia, yeah. What about the world class belt? Remember how that looks? Show uh, that world class belt. Looking that up. Yeah, world class. Um, uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Um. That, that world class one was nice. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. World class one. Like uh, show you guys here. That was a really nice one, actually. Yeah. Uh, yep. The world class. That's the world. Yep. That's the world class. Yeah. 
Um, that, was a, that was a nice title. Yep. I agree. I like it. Um, there's a big review of it. That's the world class. That's actually um, nice. The, the, again, the lar super large sides, though. Uh, but I do like the... I always liked uh, designs with the globe in there. Like, somehow, you got to put the globe in there. Just make... If you're a world champion, you have to have the world in there. So, which is weird to me because the Intercontinental Championship has a picture of the world in there. Like, that That just... Yeah. Uh, that that didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, um, the Texas title was nice, too. <coughs> um... Let me see. So the, yeah. So the so the IC title. Um. Always, it's all. It was always weird to me. So the IC title has a picture of the <laughs> world on it. So. For to me, it was it was always the same, uh, you know, on the same level as the yeah um, as the U.S. title, right? It was like this. It was like the, the akin to the um, the U.S. title, but it's weird because it has a picture of the world and doesn't have like to me. It makes sense. Okay, so so inter <clears throat> intercontinental so. Within the continent of America, so essentially, because the whole point of the Intercontinental Title was the merge between the North American Championship and the South American Championship back in '79, right? When 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 uh, yeah. uh, Patterson won, so it was supposed to merge the 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 country of North America and the country of South America. So essentially, it's the title of North America and South America. So essentially, it goes wider and reigns than the United States Championship. If we were to talk about geography yeah. here, uh, technically, um, but it 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 doesn't make sense that it's a world on the championship that merged North America and South America. It's it's technicalities, pal. Uh, but I. Uh, I'm about to be a psychologist, so I, I pay attention to technicalities like that all the time. Uh, all right, so um, ugliest design, yeah. So we talked about that. That was that was a good topic, y'all. I, I enjoyed that topic. What else y'all got? Uh, Jerry Lawler's AWA title looked great. Yeah, I think that was a huge step up. Um, then the 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 gaudy one that uh, Bachwinkle and Gagne and Martel had. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was, this, that was much better. The GWF, uh, I can't hear, I can't see it that much because of the uh, okay. the reflection. Uh, all right, so this is the updated one, much better than the, the ugly golf. Uh -huh. Yeah, the one the one low line was not yeah, a step up for sure. Um, um yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so North America, 
so that yeah, the continents of uh, North America and, and South America. It was supposed to be a a, a, a merge between the, the the two continents, so the two so in, intercontinental is, is what I was saying. Um, between the two, so geographically, it's United States is in the continent of North America, United States and Canada. So, uh, so yeah, yeah it made, so essentially it covers United States country, Canada country, South America country. So, yeah, well, South, South America continent is a bunch of countries in South America. So, uh, yeah, so two continents and South America has a bunch of countries. So mm-hmm. I, I can actually go to Puerto Rico, right, as the intercontinental champion because I can go to Brazil as the intercontinental champion, right? I can go to yeah. Ecuador, you know, mm-hmm. as the uh, intercontinental champion because uh, it covers, you know, it, it covers the, the, the North and, and, and South America uh, continents. So I think that would so I, so essentially I am the uh the I'm the champion of Canada all the way down. So uh so uh, the Intercontinental Championship is defended in the United, United States mostly. But I think they should like go to Canada and defend it. I yeah, mean, sure, sure. like uh uh any type of like Brazil, you know, <laughs> and like yeah. like let the IC title be like the like if, if WWE does a uh, an event in Rio, you know they should like have the IC title uh, be like the, the the main event of the night. <laughs> so that would be pretty interesting. Uh, Shane says the hardcore belt was the worst. Interesting. Um, all right, raw grades, y'all. What do y'all give raw? Evan, what on raw and SmackDown? I would say raw and SmackDown. SmackDown is D man. That, that Triple H 25th anniversary. Oh god. Him and Sean talking. Vince looking sick. Oh man, that was so. That sad. was horrible. Oh. Said, uh, Raw wasn't that bad. I mean, Raw was C plus. And like somebody said, Drew, Drew and Seth look guy almost alike. Same head, same beard. Yeah, I, I peeped it, that it, out too. It's like it's like it's like. <laughs> but I. Yeah, Rob was Rob was okay. C plus. Um, like I said, Vegas Vegas shoes, definitely. Um, uh, Drew feeding with, with Rollins now. It's cool. Good to see Ginger Juice is back with the haircut. Rob Rob was okay. This the SmackDown was gosh, that was bad. That was yeah. so oh, bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was. Was the Katie Vic bad? Um, no, I don't think anything's Katie Vic bad. I don't think you can get to that point, uh, ever. Speaking, speaking of that, Vince mentioned Katie Vic. I was yeah, like, did, man, did. SmackDown had the lowest rating since uh, going to Fox, so obviously, people weren't excited to watch the Triple A 25th fifth anniversary. They promoted it as if it was going to get more views. This is the thing, do you, do you feel, do you feel? Uh, the question really is Triple H a Hall of Fame. You know he's going in the Hall of Fame. Oh, for sure. And I don't think he should go in the Hall of Fame. I think he, yeah, he should. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's no question. That. But some have said Cornette and others 
Triple H has never been the the man. He's been the man to work with the men who can make the money, but he's never been the man. Well, let's be fair here. And, and, and I'll say Taker's never been the man either. Yeah. I mean, but, but Taker got the character. I think a lot of people say that the Taker's character is so big. He just, yeah. they put Taker on like a whole nother. For sure. But he's never, but he's never been the man. Uh, Jericho was never the man. You know, yeah. I can see, you know, he, he would headline a, uh, a Hall of Fame. If, Savage. If Jericho would. But was, was the, he was the man for, was for, a, for, little for a little bit. You him know. and Edge. Yeah. yeah him I mean, and Edge, Edge was the man of life. Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. Edge was ever the man, though. Like, he Smack was. Smackdown. He was the Smackdown days. He was. He tried Smackdown at the Jimbo got hurt with the back. <sighs> he carried Smackdown. He was the man for a little bit. Yeah, but Taker was there, though. Yeah, but you know, take that's when the hip problems happened. He was like, Yeah, rare prince by the undertaker. Like, rare prince, I okay. <laughs> and Ed was a man for a little bit longer than uh, longer yeah, than yeah. Time. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Look, don't get me wrong, Edge was there for sure, but um, yeah, it doesn't, but I, I say the owner never to me, he never stood out. And as far as just like to me, he's not like a top. 15. He should be in the Hall of Fame, but they put him in there quick, though. Oh. It was a quick turnaround for Edge. Well, that's because his neck got hurt. They ain't expecting to come back. Yeah, I mean, but there's a bunch of dead people, you know what I mean? That yeah. And like Bulldog. Bader's not in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? There's, uh, Bulldog. Bulldog's not it. Well, he is this as of this year. Dynamite. Dynamite's never going in. Yeah, that, he's never going out, unfortunately. Oli's never going in. He wants the blacklist. Sid, uh, our boy Sid, never going in, probably. I think Sid will go in. I think Sid will eventually go in. Um, you got to make one raw appearance again. Yeah. Not yeah. no show. Scott yep. Steiner. Uh, no. Not going in. Never <laughs> uh, unless Lindy yeah, say, Let's save this. Let's save this. Let's, let's save this for... <laughs> Oh, okay, all right, I got you. not go into the hall. Of fame. I, like right, yeah. I like this. I like this. Okay. Won't <laughs> 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 go into the hall of fame. <laughs> I like that. Have a ring. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was tough. It was yeah, super, super lost weight to to look. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. take a lot of weight. Uh, like bad. Like like. Bad, you like know, he's sick, like, yeah, he's sick, like sick weight. yeah, 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 you can tell. Oh, like, and yeah, man, it's it just just not the same anymore, man. So, uh, he's what 75 now, 70, yeah, 75, 76, yeah. 75. 70, he'll be 75 in August, yeah, wow, yeah. Wow! It's time to shake things up again. Yeah, he can't shake too much, man. He, yeah, yeah, that microphone. yeah. Yeah, it was uh the jokes. Were, I like the fact that he was pulling some like shoot type of like real type ribs that you kind of had to figure out yourself. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the 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 organicness of just kind of pulling those type of ribs, and you know. And and kind of seeing that side of Vince and not you know the kind of jovial side, mm-hmm. but it was an awkward. It was just awkward all together. Like the 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 exit was awkward. The uh, all the inside jokes between him and Michael. Sean, yeah, Sean Michael. that was that Sean was Michael. awkward. 
Shawn Michaels just, I mean, the whole segment was awkward. I like the fact that they were talking about the bad moments of Triple H. I think that that was a good angle to it. I think that was a good kind of twist to it. It was actually pretty funny. But every time I see Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels is one of the greatest of all time. Top five. Every single time I see Shawn Michaels come out, I'm like, dude, grow your hair. Get a wig, Michaels. Grow get a lace hair. front. Please grow your in, hair in the black community. Get a lace front. Like, get a wig. I'm like something. Man, head. come Ball on. Head. Yeah, but, like well, he at least he's grown. At least there's some hair back there. The Saudi was just an all around no, no. terrible idea. That never happened. It, it, I refuse oh. to admit that existed. It was absolutely horrible. Absolutely, just it's horrible. like it's like Rocky Five. It's like RoboCop Three. Certain movies has never happened. Alien Resurrection. We just act like it never was in existence. Yes, that, that beard was that that Michael's beard is is just like he's been growing that since that hunting show. That last yeah, season. the hunter, yep, yeah. the hunting show. Yep, <clears throat> yeah. He he likes it. He said he likes it. Uh, uh, I guess Miss Mitchell likes it too. Whisper. I think he should. He I like the beard. I don't, I don't think he should be clean cut. He should trim it down though. It's it's uh it's that thing is serious. DLC. It's like that's the thing. It's beard versus beard. Look at Triple H. Look at Michaels, and then look at looking like Drew and Seth. Yeah, it's the same. It's like the same. Yeah, at least their 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 beards are a lot cleaner though. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, and there's different textures. Like Michaels and it's, is like and it's gray short. And, like like yeah. I, I, I like I'm cool. Like I've got. I've got some hang time on. Yeah, I can grow. I'm cool. I've definitely got some hang time. You know, I'm shaving tonight. But, no, I, but at the same time, I don't look grizzly. I don't look like a mountain man. You know, my, my beard look like a mountain man, like you know, gray and grizzly, like I'm like I've been in a cave for you know three months. Thank so, you, Alonzo. What's that again? Nice, Alonzo said we have nice beards. Oh, thank, thank you. you, Alonzo. You trying to be on be? Are you trying to add to the Boo Bear stable of Chris? <laughs> I don't look. Listen, <laughs> I have one. And <laughs> I have one Boo Bear. The <laughs> yes, the one and the only Mrs. Featherstone oh, for man. life. All right, so let's uh, oh. let's get into this uh, for the week. Here we go. It is now time for the flavor of the week. All right, so let's do this. Mount Rushmore of tag teams. Uh, if that is the uh, fans choice, uh, we can do a fans choice for next next week. So actually, I like the um, super. Remind me, y'all, superstars who did not, who won't be in the Hall of Fame. I, I'll put that down. Never ever. Uh, pro wrestlers who will not be in the Hall of Fame. Hey, hey, hey Chris, Alonzo got a comment. You want to read it out loud for the for the fans of PNP? No. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna get you a shirt. It says "boo" and then it has like the the bear emoji. I'm actually and I'll put it in my fire pit. <laughs> and then you gonna play that. Uh, what was that uh that theme song I hate? Uh, you kept kept trolling me at Mania. Uh what was I trying to think of that theme song? I don't even remember. There's a, there's a couple of theme songs I can't stand. Yeah, right now. My Rose Smooth Attack Team. 
dating no, single bias. Listen, I'm a listen. I'm allowed to have favorites. Oh yeah, yeah. favorites. Look, Jay Lethal is my favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a Jay Lethal shirt. Two, I have two. One actually, I have two. I have two Jay Lethal shirts. Um, great wrestler. It's it's this. Listen, essentially, all of our favorite wrestlers are quote boo bears. Yeah, sure. Uh, because if listen, don't single me out <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know who your favorite wrestler is. Kurt Angle is your boo bear. Yeah, no, no, you know, Sting is the goat. You know, I top five Sting Angle, Steamboat, Michaels, and uh, um, um, hello, Sting Angle, Steamboat, Michaels. Yeah, those will take it. There it is. Stuff. Um, still be the Bull Bears. Muda, if you count Japan, Muda, uh, Muda, Okada, uh, Liger. Yeah, uh, yeah, I put uh, one Liger, two Muda, three Kenta Kabashi, four Kaida, five is uh, Mara Fuji. Nice, nice. But shout out to him, he don't get enough love. I mean, it's Japan, you got Chono, you got. Uh, Nagata. Mm. So, my more tag teams, Chris. All right, so that's four. So that's four people. Um, four names. Um, which which your 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 Mount Rushmore, Chris? You want me to go first? I'll let you go first. People gonna be mad because gonna seem like I'm biased. Uh, four. Uh, just for all culture. We have had a tag team like that since Harlem Heat. Uh, just cultural wise, first black tag team we had that we could really. I mean, Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas, of course. Uh, Midnight Express, all the incarnations, uh, Sweet Stan and Bobby, uh, Bobby Eaton, and also Dennis Condry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Rock and Roll Express, my man Ricky Morton and Robin Gibson in number one. All time, in my opinion, is World Warriors. Nice, nice. Animal and Hawk with with Paul Ellery. When Animal so, didn't have the, the default spider on his forehead, he changed up the paint. So the time. four most influential tag teams in pro wrestling history, man. Influential. That is tough, man. I, I have two that it's stands two. out. I have two that stands out. It's three you got to say. <sighs> now, for me, Road Warriors and Rock and Roll Express, they stand out. Definitely right. Now, I'm thinking when I'm thinking influential, I'm thinking of success, mm-hmm. left the mark in pro wrestling <clears throat> history, pop culture. Yeah, the transcends. Yep, transcends the uh, the the um, the the business, the business, if you will. Ah, I keep seeing. I keep hearing. I'm seeing uh, free birds here. Yeah, yeah, free birds. Good theme song. Influential man, you got the Hardys. No, Hardys was like. I I mean, I don't think they're a part of the the top four influential of all time. Nah, top 10, maybe. Um, 
A lot of people say the Dudleys, but I just never thought the Dudleys would be top five. Like, I, I, I don't, I just, the Dudleys yeah, is a great tag they, team. They were t- tag, they had like 22 tag rounds or yeah, something like I mean, that. I mean, the road, man, I mean, come on, the Stoddard Brothers and the road will Yeah, I would put Stoddard Brothers in there. I would put yeah, Rick and Scott. Yeah. So, yeah, I would do. Okay, I got my four. I got my four. Um, I would say. Because mm, there's, there's my personal round. Okay, I'll do my personal round, Mount Rushmore then. All right. I, I would say a regular Mount Rushmore would be Road Warriors, Rock and Roll, Steiner's Heart Foundation. Okay. I would say my personal would be Road Warriors, Rock and Roll, Steiner's, Harlem Heat. Okay. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, that was a yeah. good one. And yeah. and and I can I I can interchange with Steiner's. And I think it's like I said, somebody out there probably think I'm being biased because I haven't picked no WWE tag teams. I mean, the Hart Foundation was great. Mm-hmm. I thought um, my my man, uh, my good buddy Brown Blade, the Killer Bees were pretty good, even though they didn't last long. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, the the Rockers, the Rockers was just the version of the Rock and Roll Express. Yep. yep. Which I mean, which good friends with Marty Jannetty. I love HBK. They're good man, but um, the Brain Busters, man, on on and Tully, aren't won't be on anymore. It was just so short. Yeah. Yeah. As a, yeah. as, a, uh, as a WWE team, Minnesota yeah. Records was great. Only in Orange. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of awesome great NWA tag teams. Team, yeah. The Russians. Um, yep. What about they were, what about they were good too? What about Pan uh, Am Connection? Definitely not much more. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, that is uh, that is it for this week. Um, awesome, awesome show as always. Big shout out to. Sal Ranallo, that was actually a really fun interview with uh, Sal Ranallo talking about the future of NWA power. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, y'all. Be sure to subscribe to the Pancakes and Power Slams page. Be sure to subscribe to Crave Wrestling. We got some uh, some new adjustments coming up uh, starting next week, so be sure to um, be sure to check that out. Before be sure to uh, follow me at Chris Prolific for the updates on uh, adjustments of where I'll be as far as the future, what the future will hold. Uh, a special shout out to Slam Buzz and Wrestling Rumors uh, today, as always, uh, for uh, holding this. And of course, follow me on YouTube at Chris Prolific. You, follow uh, Evan at Evan Tech Prout. So with the, without uh, further ado, ladies and gentlemen, 422 episodes in the books. Until next week, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. And always remember, thanks, everybody. Uh, thanks, everybody. You gotta for, go. Uh, for, for coming on. It was, uh, it was a great show, y'all. Appreciate y'all as always. Go. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. And always remember, I'll do it for you. Have a good night. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.